Hello, everyone. Welcome to Terry Mize Ministries podcast and video. We are delighted you have joined us today. You can find our podcast wherever podcasts are available. And then you can also go over to YouTube and find us there at Terry Mize Ministries. Subscribe to our channel and we are there to minister to you. Everything that we have learned and Terry has experienced in 52 years of ministry, we're going to try to just give you too much information, too many testimony, too many testimonies, and uh, certainly uh, foundational, rock-solid truths that you can hang on to, live by, and see fruit and productivity from in your own life. And today we are going to talk about Terry's absolute favorite subject. God's favorite subject. <laughs> God's. Fa- I wasn't through yet, oh, okay. but I was going to give uh, tell you how the Lord uh, thinks about all this stuff. This is all about what heaven has sent Jesus to the earth for. This is all about why there's a church in the earth today. And this is why there are missionaries going around the world, Absolutely. people teaching and preaching and ministering. That's why there's a, a Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. That's why there's local churches everywhere. Is because God wants to reach the world and help everybody in every way possible and then spend eternity with Him. Yes. And nobody left out. Darling, this is your favorite subject. And you were trying to say missions. And I was trying to say missions. Absolutely. God's <laughs> favorite subject. That's it. Isn't I mean, that you know, wonderful? Missions can't be too important. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just a thing Jesus died for. No, that's it. That's all. It's just the thing God sent his son for. Yes, for it's just God the thing that so love. The Apostle Paul had his head cut off for. That's right. It's just the thing that Peter uh, was crucified upside down for. My, my. It's just the thing that Thomas uh, got horribly martyred in India for. That's right. I mean, all of the disciples, all of the apostles That's of the right. Lamb, my, with my, the exception my. of John, and they yes. tried to. They, they 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 tried to kill they tried to martyr John and he right. just wouldn't die, uh, but all <laughs> the all the, the apostles of the Lamb died were martyred for missions for this very subject for missions that's right. My, 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 my. For God. So and you know, the, the church world, used to know these things. That he gave Jesus. The church used to know these things. I tell you what, the church for decades, well not decades, for for centuries, for millennia, right. knew why the church is here. And I, I've said oftentimes, Renee, that the church really doesn't know why she's here today. One reason the church is having problems in, 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 around, in America and around the world is because she does not know who she is. She That's does true. not know why she's here. Yes. She does not know what, what she's supposed to do right? because she doesn't know why Jesus came. If you don't know why Jesus came, then you don't know why you're here. That's right. But Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. Hallelujah. Wonderful verse of Scripture. Yeah. My, my. Jesus came to seek and save that which that was lost. That which was lost. Amen. And if we find, if we Guess what can the church identify, is here for. Yeah. <laughs> the church is here to seek and save that, that which, which is, is lost. lost. Who is lost? The church Where is here they? for the same reason Jesus came. Yes. The church is here for the same reason God sent His Son. And if Jesus died for it, yes. and Paul died for it, right. and Peter died for it, and, they did. and John died for it, or tried to they tried to kill him, and James died for it, right. and Thomas died for it, and Thaddeus died for it, and Andrew died for it, and Matthias died for it, all of those guys died horribly martyred. That's right. For missions. Then surely the church today ought to be about the master's business. That's right. 
you know, for many, many years, the, the, the church that knew what she was talking about, the church called this uh, c- command to get the gospel to the world, right. called it the Great Commission. The Great Commission. I heard it all my life. <laughs> the Great Commission. That's right. But, you know, it's become the Great Omission. Mm, lots of places. Because the church isn't doing it anymore. You know, let me, let me tell you a little secret. Let me tell you something that, that me and God don't like. For centuries and centuries and centuries, if you were to ask the church in America or any other nation of the world, if you were to ask the church, and I don't care what, what brand of church it was, I don't care if it was Pentecostal, Baptist, Methodist, Catholic, Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Episcopalian, I don't care what brand it was. If you were to go to any church anywhere and say, excuse me, what is the Great Commission? Yes. They would have told you. Right. They would have all told you the same thing. They would say, it's getting the gospel to the world. It's rescuing souls from hell. It's vindicating the blood of Jesus. Jesus came and shed his blood. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not, should not, should not, should not. They are every day, but they should not perish. They should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16. Still and any church would have told you that. That's any right. church would have told you. Matthew 16, go ye into all the all world and preach the gospel <laughs> to every <laughs> creature. Well, and he that believes and baptized true. shall be saved. And he that believeth not right. shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my That's name, right. you cast out devils. Wow. In my name, you speak with new tongues. In my uh, name, you take up serpents. You drink any deadly thing, it won't hurt you. And lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Any church would have told you yes, that. Yes, yes. But now in the last, say, say 25, 30 years, yeah. maybe it's not quite that far back, 25 years. Anyway, nowadays, if you were to go to any church anywhere, Pentecostal, Baptist, I don't care what it is, if you go to any church today and say, excuse me, what is the Great Commission? They would say this, making disciples. I just want to slap them. <laughs> I mean, I just want to slap them. Oh, my. Making disciples has replaced winning the lost. Yes. So teaching the taught has replaced reaching the lost. Mm. That's not good. Not good. Uh. It's worse than not good, and it's for eternity. Yes. Here's the lost over here. Jesus said, go to them and tell them about me, and they won't go to hell. Right? That's the lost. Right. Over here is the Christians, the taught They've been taught and taught and taught and taught and retaught and taught and retaught. And they know Greek words and they know Hebrew words and they're taught and they're taught and they're taught and they're taught. So we're going to leave these over here alone and say, y'all go to hell. And we're just going to tell these over and over and over and over and over and over again. Right. To what purpose? (laughs) Why are we just teaching the taught and teaching the taught and teaching the taught? And there's nothing wrong with teaching the taught. I do it. I do it many Sundays a year by preaching sure, in churches. I sure. go into churches and teach the taught. Mm-hmm. But I don't call that missions. No, right. I don't call that the Great Commission. I just call it ministry. Right. Right? A pastor asked me to come minister. I go in the church and minister. I'm teaching the taught. Mm-hmm. But that's not missions. No. If I didn't teach those taught, if I didn't teach them, and they all died, that same Sunday that I'm preaching, they right. all just drop dead in the pews. Right. right, They'd go to heaven. Yes, thankfully so. They'd go to heaven. But what about these over here? If I don't go reach them and they die, they're going to hell. 
And somehow the church has forgotten in the last 25 years that the Great Commission, right. that missions is not just teaching the taught. Nothing wrong with teaching the taught, but it's not missions. It's reaching the lost. Get the gospel, gospel to, to the, the world. world. So we're going to talk about this for several sessions of our podcast. We're going to talk about supernatural missions. Supernatural. Because, you know, missions has been done forever. That's right. But uh, as technology comes along Biblical. and as inventions come along and as modern times come along, we can up our game. Yes, we can. You know, used to, uh, Paul would have to either walk or get on a donkey and <laughs> and uh, take a donkey trail for a while to, to reach the uh, the places he's going to minister to, or he's going to well, have to get in a wind-driven ship and take a while to get to where he's going to. Well, technology's come along. You and I can jump in the car or jump on an airplane, <laughs> and uh, we can be— We can get there. You know, we can eat breakfast in Europe and lunch in the United States and dinner in Hong Kong. That's right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, uh, times have changed. Times have so changed. So as times change, we up our game. Yes. And we get and uh, missions so. that's supernatural. We that's get supernatural right. missions, faster missions, faster. better missions. Uh, but it's not better if the devil figures out a way to convince the church not to do it. No, that's right. If and the it, devil can convince you, really hey, we need to let me tell you it. what missions really is. Yes. It's just staying at home in the church and just teaching the same old folks. Yeah, over and over. And then he gives you a, a, an ego trip, a pride trip by saying, you need to make you some disciples. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they can be just like you. Just oh, think, no. Just think, oh, Susie, Susie Charismatic can just get up and teach in church and have 45 women act just like her. <laughs> God forbid. I don't need any disciples. We don't need another Terry Mize. Right. Jesus needs disciples. That's right. They'll go reproduce. But they're going to come out of the taught. Out of the taught. And the taught are going to heaven. <laughs> So therefore, they don't need to be preached to the gospel. Right. They need to be taught the word, but they don't need missions. The lost needs missions. When when someone asks you years ago. Seek and ago, save that which is lost. Jesus said, I came to seek and save that which is lost. Right. It's that seeking and saving that which is lost. I get excited about this. I know, I know, I know. I, I just, um, you know, I, I want to listen to the Spirit of God to be able to relate uh, to help our generation more and more see the real purpose for the church. Because when people lose purpose or they're ignorant of the purpose, they either lose sight of the purpose or they don't know the don't purpose. Don't get me on purpose. You know, uh, of missions, going to the world. Missions is going to the lost. And it's reaching those. And then Matthew 24, where Jesus himself said, this gospel must be preached. This gospel of the it kingdom. It must be. It should be. It has to be. He said, shall be. Shall be preached in all um, nations as a witness to all um, the world and then the end shall shall come come. so in order to wrap things up rightfully in the earth uh, the lord's waiting on the church to go out there and do their job and years ago when someone asked you to explain this you had to go and search out from the word of god what the bible actually said about all this oh absolutely i had you were doing it but you didn't know you you were doing people would ask me to come minister for them Right. Uh, Jackie and I were missionaries living down in Oaxaca, Mexico. And I've said many times, Oaxaca's not the end of the world, but it's 
certainly visible from there. And uh, people would ask us, Terry, uh, when you come home for Christmas or whatever, come back to the States, uh, come to our church and teach us missions. Right. Gloria Copeland called me one day. She said, Terry, Kenneth and I want you to come teach us missions. Why don't you come teach on missions? <laughs> uh, Bob Tilton's church, big church in Dallas. You know, Terry, you've got to come teach in our Bible school right. on missions. Billy Joe Darty started his great church, Victory Bible Institute there in, in Tulsa. And Sharon told him, Sharon Darty told him, you know, we just saw Sharon the other day. Right. Billy Joe's in heaven now. But uh, um, Sharon said to Billy Joe, look, if we're going to start a Bible school, I don't want anybody teaching missions right. except Terry Mize. Yes. And so year after year after year, I'd take time off of my schedule. And I'd blow in there and, and teach a, a session or, or several sessions. Actually, I think they had it in seven weeks. So I would I would uh, blow in there and, and teach them on mm -hmm. missions. And uh, missions is powerful. But yes. but you, you you use the word purpose. And I said, don't get me on purpose. Purpose is the is a big deal to me. And it's a big deal to God. And everything Jesus did, he did on purpose. That's right. Everything That's he sure. did. He did on purpose. That's for sure. Everything the disciples did, they did on purpose. And so when Jesus was walking this earth, uh, he was on purpose. That's right. And he knew he was on purpose. That's right. And the disciples knew he was knew on he purpose. Was yeah. And everybody else knew he was on purpose. You know, Timothy, or Paul, excuse me, Paul mm. knew what Jesus' purpose was, and he wrote it to Timothy. That's right. He wrote in Timothy one fifteen. he said, Timothy... Here's the apostle talking to the pastor. Timothy, Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. Isn't that something? That was oh, the purpose. So if you just ask the apostle Paul, why did Jesus come, Paul? Yes. Well, he wouldn't have given you 47 points. No, no. He no. wouldn't have said, well, he, he, he liked to sing songs, <laughs> and he just wanted to love people, and That's he wanted right. to eat with the publicans, he wanted to eat with the sinners, and he wanted, no, 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 no. The purpose was, the purpose was First Timothy one fifteen. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ came into the world to save, save sinners. sinners. Period. Cut and dried. Over and out. That's John knew purpose. why Jesus came. Right. John knew Jesus on purpose. John said in in First John three five. He said he said he was manifest to take away our sins. Wow. John said that. He said, "Oh, you want to know why Jesus came? I'll Thank tell you. He was manifest, manifest to take away our take sins. Take away our sins. The writer of Hebrews. Now nobody's ever figured out who wrote the book of Hebrews." A lot of people guess, but nobody knows. Right. But the writer of Hebrews, whoever it was, did a good job. They were anointed of the Holy Ghost <laughs> and did sure. a good job. But the writer of Hebrews wrote in Hebrews 9.26, he appeared to put away sin. My, my. See, they knew the purpose, Those Renee. Wonderful Those scriptures. are holy scriptures. Yes. Those are sacred scriptures. Those, are Those godly men, anointed of the Holy Ghost, took pen in hand and wrote yeah. why Jesus came. Yes. That's why the church used to know why she was here, because she knew why Jesus came. The church thought, well, if Jesus Christ came to the world to save sinners, guess what we're here for? <laughs> That's right. They said, well, if he Tag was manifest to take away our sin, guess what the church is for? That's right. That's well, if right. he appeared to put away our sin, guess what Guess what the church is for? Oh, my. And then John went on and said my, again, my, my. Uh, I mean, uh, John, John the Baptist. Right. John the Baptist. I mean, in his girdle of leather and eating locusts and all that stuff, he knew why Jesus came. That's right. He knew the purpose. That's so profound. And he made the statement in John one twenty nine. He said, yes. behold, or look. <laughs> I love that verse. The Lamb, Lamb of, of God, God, which comes to take, take away, away the, the sin of the, world. of the world. John knew why Jesus came. Isn't that? Oh, that's so John wonderful. the Baptist knew why his cousin came. Yes. Behold, look. 
Pay attention. <laughs> the Lamb of God. That takes away. He's come to take away Hallelujah. the sin of the world. I isn't hope that, you're getting this. These powerful? are such marvelous scriptures. Uh, and they're true. <laughs> well, you know, you can't oh, ask me goodness. to talk about missions without getting me excited. Yes, I Gee know. This is whiz. wonderful. My, my, my. You know, in the book of Luke, Jesus preached over in a place one night, and he did such a good job. Luke 19, verse 10. He did such a good yes, job. Yes. They came to him and said, oh, Jesus, you did good over there last night. Man, you, you sold lots of tapes and lots of CD. I mean, you really did good. And they want you to come back and do them a revival. You know what Jesus said? Yeah. Because he knew his own purpose. Well, right. Jesus said, uh, the Son of Man has come to I'm seek and save, to save that, that which, which is was lost. lost. That which is lost. Then in Luke 4.43, they said, come on, come on, do us a revival. Do us a seminar. Do us a three-day seminar. Have a, mm -hmm. have, a, have a television interview with it. We, we Stay right here and teach us to build a church right here. Sounds he, like today. And he said, no, the Son of Man. Or excuse me. He said, no, uh, I must go to the next cities also. The next For thereunto am I sent. That's See, he right. knew he was sent. He knew he, he didn't have a choice. Have to go to the next He didn't place. get a vote. He didn't have an opinion. Right, right. God had sent him to do a mission. Yeah. He was on purpose to do a supernatural mission. He he had focus. Yes. That, Object, that, yeah, kept it clear. He, you know, he you know he told him he said I don't I don't do what I want to do. No, that's right. I only do what I see my father do. Right. He said I don't say what I want to say. I only say what I hear my father oh, say. My. He said, I didn't come to do my own will. Amazing I came to do the focus. will of him that sent yeah. me. Yes. I must go to the next cities also. I don't know. For thereunto am I, I sent. sent. He knew he was sent and he knew he was a soldier under command. Isn't that something? What if the church today knew why she was sent? Yeah. And that she was a soldier under command. Right. Instead of old sister, sister whooping diddle and Dr. Tootie Fruity on the deacon board trying to run the church mm. and get them to do all the things they want them to do, what if they said, we're soldiers under command? Yeah. We're soldiers no, under, under command. command. We don't have a choice. We're under orders. We have a, we have a purpose. We're, we must go to the next cities also because therefore are we sent. sent. See, Jesus wasn't willing to saturate one area with the gospel. No, that's right. At the expense of another. Right. He wasn't willing to do that. That's right. He wouldn't he couldn't say stay here and let's just saturate this area with the gospel. Right. With this area while this area over goes without. Again, the yeah. Apostle Paul is the same way. He 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 couldn't he he wasn't satisfied. He he couldn't reconcile true saturating one area with the gospel true. at the expense of another. And an I mean Paul, Paul had preached the gospel everywhere. He could just sit back and watch TV <laughs> and just written books and made tapes and made TV programs. And, and he could have just relaxed the rest of his life. But he said, he said, I'm in debt. Romans chapter one. He right. said, I'm a debtor. Right. I'm in debt. I owe the gospel, gospel. to those that are at Rome also. That's right. He said, I can't stay here. I can't just preach here. I've got to go to Rome too. That's and right. they begged him not to, Renee. They came out and pleaded with him, his friends and loved ones. They, right. they fell on his shoulder and they cried and they said, please. And he said, why do you, why do you, why do you make this ado and weep? Right. That's what they said. He said, I must go. Woe to me if I don't go. If I don't go. He said, I must go preach the gospel to those that are at Rome also. Agabus the prophet came out. Now, Agabus wasn't a bad guy. He wasn't no, a bad prophet. He wasn't true. a prophet of the devil. No, 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 no. It says he was a prophet who spoke by the Holy Ghost. Yes. 
And he took a girdle, took Paul's girdle, and he tied his own hands up with it. And he prophesied and said, the man that goes, that wears this girdle is going to go into Jerusalem and be bound just like That's this. Right. That's right. He prophesied no, it. He and did. Paul said, can't help it. I can't help it. So <laughs> what? Right. Can't help it. They That's came right. and begged him and said, Paul, please don't go. Paul, if you go, if you go, they'll put you in jail. And you know what he said? He said, I'm willing to go to jail and die also. Yes. You know what happened to him? He went to jail and, and he died, died also. And he died also. I mean, Nero cut his head off. Yeah. Nero, that crazy, insane ruler of Rome, the the the, the Caesar that burned Rome while, it, while he played his violin. Yeah. Crazy, insane. He cut Paul's head off. You know, when Paul first got there, Nero said to him, don't preach the name of Jesus. And Paul said, well, I'm going to preach the name of Jesus. That's what I came here for. He said, you do not preach the name of Jesus. He said, well, I am going to preach the name of Jesus. That's why, that's why God sent me here. He said, if you preach the name of Jesus, I'll kill you. And Paul said, well, be that as it may, I'm going to preach the name of Jesus. And Nero said, if you wow. preach the name of Jesus, I will take your head off your shoulders, and two weeks from now, nobody will remember your name. <laughs> and Paul said, well, take your best shot. I'm preaching yeah, Jesus. It didn't quite work out that way. And he killed the apostle Paul. Yes. Cut his head off. And here 2,000 years later, we <laughs> name our sons Paul and our dogs Nero. <laughs> I love that. I just think that's such an amazing and, and certainly true. Paul wasn't fact. willing to saturate, saturate one area one with area. the gospel right, right. when Rome went without. He said, I'm a debtor. I must go. Right. I must go. For as much as in me is, I am ready. Yes. I am ready. I think that's And he such said, a I'm not ashamed. See, the church has had those three problems all these years. Yes. Paul said, Paul said, I'm in debt. The church right. has never realized she's in debt. He said, he said, I'm not ashamed. The church has always been ashamed. Yeah. See folks today that are like that. That's a, such a shame when they don't need to be. Yeah. And he said, he said, as much as in me is. Got to have more in you. Yeah. <laughs> when you don't have enough Those in three you, then points you're going to be ashamed. Made. And then you won't see what your real purpose is. He said, I'm not ashamed. And he said, I'm ready. And he said, I'm in debt. And the church today needs to realize we're in debt. We yes. owe the gospel yes. to yes. the world. It's a debt we owe. We owe it to the world. We owe it to the world. We owe it. We're in debt. And he said, and then we need to realize, I'm not ashamed. No, right. You know, we get ashamed sometimes. We say, you know, I'd bring my boss to, to church, but, you know, pastor might take up three offerings or old sister Twooping Diddle, she might she might run around the building or, or old doctor, <laughs> old old doctor Tutti Fruity, he may give a prophecy. He may speak in tongues. Yeah. So they're ashamed. Oh, While no. we just, our church is in a little storefront. It doesn't look nice. So, so and they're ashamed. But Paul said, I, I, I'm in debt. Right. I'm not ashamed and I am ready. Is that wonderful? And see, we need to be ready. No, you know that at the end of World War II that uh, we, we the United States won that war and uh, we pulled the battleship Missouri into Tokyo Harbor and uh, the Emperor of Japan had to come on board that ship and sit with General Douglas MacArthur and sign the unconditional surrender. Right. Unconditional surrender. Not like we do wars today. Film. Back then we That's did real amazing. wars and when we won, we won. We won. And it was yeah. unconditional surrender. Right. And... Uh, so when that was done and MacArthur told Congress, hey, it's told the president it's done and the president Truman right. told, told Congress it was done, uh, Congress sent a message back and said, what do you need? What do you need? 
MacArthur, anything you need, this is history, anything you need, let's never have a problem with that nation again. And here's what, here's what Douglas MacArthur told him. He said, send me 10,000 missionaries. Send me 10,000 missionaries and you'll never have a problem with this country again. And you know what, you know what Congress did? They told the church. They said, send us 10,000 missionaries. They called up Dallas. They called up Tulsa. They called up Springfield. They called and they said, send us 10,000 missionaries. You know what the church said? We're not ready. We're not ready. We can't My send goodness. you 10,000 missionaries. So they told MacArthur, we can't do it. Church isn't ready. Well, Paul said, I'm ready. Much as in me is, I'm ready. See, the church needs to get ready. And then, you know what happened? What history proved? My that that instead of opening, instead of sending 10,000 missionaries, America, Congress's idea, their bright idea was, okay, let's open houses of prostitution. And so they opened houses of prostitution all over Japan, hoping that that would keep them from have another war. Paul said, I'm in debt. He said, I'm oh not goodness. ashamed. And he said, I'm ready. That's but see, Jesus was on purpose. Paul was on purpose. My goodness. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Paul was on purpose, and it cost him his life. Jesus was on purpose. It cost him his life. Thomas was on purpose. Andrew was on purpose. Right, right. Oh, Bartholomew. Bartholomew. They skinned him alive, Renee. My goodness. Now, I'm a hunter and a fisherman. You know, me and Dean used to skin lots right, of animals and skin right. lots of lots of deer and lots of fish. Uh, but, but they skinned Bartholomew alive. My it goodness. cost him his life. Skinned him alive right. for the gospel's sake. And he said, I don't care. I'm on purpose. Well, I know we got to go. Well, the, hey, we're going to be talking about missions in the next several uh, uh, podcasts and video casts. You better join us and get in on this thing because uh, uh, we're not going to let the church just do the status quo and go no. on. We're going to do supernatural missions. We're going to speak up and speak loudly and boldly. And it does take everybody, all of us together, praying, sending, giving, going. And those are all the, the concept of knowing your purpose. You know, when you wake up in the morning, it just gives, it makes you take a deep breath and put a smile on your face, knowing your purpose, your purpose, knowing your objective. And then if you're obedient to it, my goodness gracious. Well, our time has gone for today, but we are so honored that you joined us. And we're so grateful that you allowed us to talk to you today about these things. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Terry Mize Ministries. TerryMize.com is our website. And then anywhere there's a podcast platform you can find our podcast we look forward to hearing from you and always remember we know you know we want to confess over you that you are more More than than conquerors conquerors. bye-bye